Support this show and all of the work in the Heartland Pod universe by going to heartlandpod.com and clicking the Patreon link to sign up. Membership starts at $1 per month and goes up from there with extra shows and special access at the higher levels. Heartlandpod.com, click the Patreon link, or just go to Patreon and search for the Heartland Pod. No matter the level you choose, your membership helps us create these independent shows as we work together to change the conversation. We hate going on trips for the simple fact of bringing it home and unpacking all the stuff. You know what I mean? So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it is one of those things that we go through and be like, oh, I don't want to leave my house because it's so much work just to get out the door. But I remember like a long, long time ago, right? We'd come back home and we would bring, because the vegan kitchen would move with us. Right, to, right. Like for over the holidays, we'd have to cook everything there. And then when we moved back, it was just the same. Like it was the oh, same was amount miserable. of stuff. It was like we brought the kitchen food there and we returned with all the presents. And it was like load yep. after load after load after load of bringing it in. And then you dump it all there. It's nighttime. You carry the kids up. You dump them off in their, in their bed. Right. You go back downstairs and you're like, oh, my gosh. I can't, I can't do this. It's just too much. It's I like, have multiple pictures that I took of, oh my gosh, can you believe how many bags we have sitting in the middle of the floor? Yeah. And all we would feel we had the energy for was taking apart anything that was cold, cold, frozen, that's, yeah. whatever. That's it. That's it. And we're like digging for ice cream. Like where's the ice yeah, cream? Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get back with this later. And sometimes it'd take a couple days because you're like, this is just miserable. It's one of those like Mount Everest I don't want to scale this mountain type thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's and then sometimes like we're dealing with this problem now because we're doing that like purge type of thing. We're trying to fix the house, right, the kind right. of thing. And it's kind of like eventually it lingers on the counter for so long <laughs> and collects. And then you just dump it into the garage. Yeah. Anything. <laughs> usually you, you go, OK, I'm going to put this all in a first. It starts into like a OK, let me collect all the small pieces in right. a glass bowl. Right, a big glass bowl, and it sits there for a while, and then you're like, "Oh, well, we want to clean up for this event." The basket so, that goes upstairs. Right, right. <laughs> well, that's for the kids, for the girls. But then you throw it into like this box, and then you're like, "Okay, well, the box will sit here, and eventually I'll go through it, and this box fills up even more." Right. Until you're like, "Oh shoot, now I have a bigger event to go to. Somebody's coming over for the first time because first time clean is important, like that first impression, right. you know. Second, you you know we're we're a hot mess sometimes, so that's right. what you're gonna get. But so then it's like, okay. To the garage. To the garage. Well, like, it's downstairs it first again. and then to the garage, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. And like it never gets unpacked. No. Nope. Like we never deal with no. it. You just it's that junk drawer. Until you just now. Shove it, shove it. Yeah. Until and that's what now. it is. We have to unpack it. We have right. to actually bring it all out. And it's not just that. It's how we're talking to our kids about not just unpacking, you know, garbage from their backpack that's been lingering there, but emotional baggage. There you go. Yes. <laughs> that's yes. <laughs> It's almost worse than the holidays oh coming back. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, my name is Nicholas Linky. I taught school for 11 years, right? Dealt with a lot of school issues, both with my own children and high school kids, because that's where I was. So, and now I'm working for professional development and a capacity to help teachers across the heartland kind of do stuff. So yeah, you yeah, go ahead. I, you, my turn. Yeah, go ahead. I am Christina Linky. I am a sign language interpreter. I work with littles. I mm -hmm. have absolutely no problems at all ever throughout the day. 
I'm just great. No. <laughs> nothing uh, ever to unpack. You nothing to unpack. <laughs> Work is my happy place. It's super, super easy. Right. I've got three backpacks to unpack when I get home. So yeah. and, then, and then when you're unpacking them, right, you're like, you sit down on the couch, and you're like, I'm done. Like, I'm shoving so all. Much. Like, I can't deal with the kitchen right now. If you could take care of that. Otherwise, yeah. some of it might, like those new plates, they're garbage. <laughs> That bowl of stuff that's been sitting there that's collecting chapstick, gone. It's gone. I'm done with that. I don't care. Tina, we might want some. Gone. (laughs) (laughs) We need it again. We'll buy it. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) The real real. So when we say that there's a lot of stuff to unpack, we're talking about three children. Right. Right. And although it's summer school, right, they still bring home even more stuff, it seems like. Like the more craftsies, the more like worksheet paper. Right, right. I mean, there's definitely a lot. There's a few permission slips every mm-hmm. once in a while, but there are so many. Oh, look at this packet of paperwork I finished. And look at this cool project. And here's a science. And, you know, Bryson's getting older. So he's got multiple classes that he's going to now. So yeah. not only the paperwork, but the emotions that come from all of that and the... Because in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, he likes this, this, and this class. What's he bringing home from the these three classes he does not like? You right. know what well, I mean? It's getting lost. Right. So right. when he gets home, what kind of a mood is he going to be in? And is he tired? Right. Answer is always yes. yes. Tired and hungry. And so what kind of emotions is he going to bring when he walks in the door? Right. Right. So. And, and I understand that, com- that component of homework overload, right? From my own personal experiences as a child... But I think everybody's like, oh, yeah, like homework would never end. And now it's like, oh, we don't give homework. We we do it during school. You know what I mean? Because it's supposed to be practice. And then when you're home, yeah. you know, you're like, and th- there's all these different. That would like, be amazing. Ideas. I know elementary schools that do that. Right. But ours doesn't. Ours. I mean, honestly, the most our kids have brought home. It's reading. You have to read for 20, 25 minutes. Not, mm-hmm. not terrible, except for when we're rushing around and our kids are high readers. We're very fortunate. We're very lucky. Right. But. But the math paper, sometimes it's so hard. She's like, okay, how much can I fit in from the time they get off the bus until dinner? And after dinner, what are we going to do? Like, there's just such a limited amount of time. Right. Where you can't. You can't get it all done. Like, you get. No. You can't. They walk in the door and you're like, okay, we have the evening together. And when they dump everything off and then we move around all that kind of stuff. You're like, okay, we can spend time. And it's like already 530. You're like, where right, did the last hour right. ago? And like, okay, it's dinner time. You start cooking, you pull them in, and then you're like, okay, it's 6.30. And we do early bedtime so we don't have to fight the morning wake up as well. Yes. But at the same time, like, our kids are drained. So, like, anyone pushing it further back is just never, like, a really good idea. Well, they're ever. you and me combined. So, you know, what time did you go to bed last night? Two. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you said two. So, so. it's the, oh, my gosh, I'm so tired, Mom. I'm so tired. Or the... I'm going to be hateful and not tell you I'm tired, but we all know that you know that I'm tired. Right. The advice then, is, yeah, not, I'm not going to take your advice. I'm right. irrational right now. But then right they'll now. push yeah. and, and want to stay up. And I'm like, what are you doing to yourself, man? What right. are you doing to us? Come on. <laughs> Just stop. Just stop. Just give up. Just, Just go give to up. sleep. <laughs> and that's really the thing that is really hard because we've talked about it before that we have our three kids that are involved in things, not as much as some other people, right? As as far as like driving around and that type of thing of taking to practices. But we've, we've had a lot more time to be able to do that recently and a lot more resources to do so. 
But the thing that I really struggle with at this stage, right, where we've moved into our next part, is that the world is always leaking in to the house, right? Yeah. So, like, what I've done throughout my day at home, since I work from home now, right, what I do throughout my day is, like, different. Like, it's just different. Like, the world is just a different place Mm -hmm. in my own house. And when that bus is brakes, right, that are, like, (laughs) well taken care of, right, because we highly fund it, like, when it comes down down the road, you can hear it, right? You can hear it. I have alarms set that are pretty accurate. I'm like, did your heart just start beating? Oh, it does. It's like the anxiety just starts. like, oh, God. (laughs) You know, the the storm is coming. Like, you can see it on the horizon. But it's not. I mean, like, when our house, we're looking, you know, toward the toward the west right so the sun comes the other way but like here comes the like the the, the weather right yep. across kansas and we can see it for miles like it's like, okay it's coming like that's what it is right look the, the the drop-off is right there and you hear the brakes coming I'm like oh gosh the storm's on the horizon right <laughs> and what like, kind of emotions are am i getting right, this afternoon right. so you give us an example recent example right of how this actually worked out and how we're dealing we're trying i guess to deal with this go ahead i will give you two one (laughs) i have exactly the examples i want to share uh bryson right okay goes to bed late sure wakes up early ish Mm -hmm. i mean maybe because he's getting older i don't know but he is trying to sleep a little longer thank goodness i mean like 5 36 o'clock still better than five o'clock he used to wake up get up and try to sneak devices right right so so he gets off the bus and you can automatically see it in his eyes. You're like, oh, yeah, he's super tired. Mm-hmm. And his way of he doesn't come in and say, man, I'm really tired or I need something to eat. It's always hungry or tired. Those are his. Th- those are the only two things he has. I right, feel like right. sometimes that and whole so, thing. Right. It's just the first and last part. Right. Sometimes he says he's a, like, is it lonely? And what's the other one? It's angry. Halt. Hungry, angry, lonely, or bored, and tired. Yeah. We have some of the other ones, but, like, most of it's the initial catalyst. Most yeah. of the time, yes. The catalyst is either he is hungry or he is tired. Mm-hmm. And so you could see in his eyes that his they're just already drooping, and he's blinking slower. Mm-hmm. And so he'll come in and just be... And, and then he'll start to, like... It doesn't matter who talks first, which of his sisters talk first... Yeah, that's because you're stupid. You're like, what? That didn't even make sense with what they said. Like, they wanted something. I'm hungry. Well, yeah, well, you're stupid. Yeah, you, maybe you shouldn't exist. What? <laughs> you know, and then between that and then one day when one of the girls came in bawling mm-hmm. because there was a secret about somebody that was told that shouldn't have been told and it was just devastating news. Oh, yeah. And you always point out, you're like, listen, you don't really do the drama of school because I'll listen to it in my head. I'm like, that's stupid. Right. What? I'm like, I hate, I hate the girl drama. It Mm -hmm. drives me crazy. And so part of me, I'm like, yeah, there's nothing to be upset about. This is dumb, but I can't say that to my kid. (laughs) Right. right? Cause I'm like, if you, if you only knew when you were older, well, she's like, thanks mom. I have to wait how many years. Right. That's dumb. Thanks for that advice. Yeah. Not helpful. So, well, I mean like the gender thing, I think is a thing. Like just to just point out like, our children still have perceptions of you and I as like, I go to my mom with the, with these emotions and I go to my dad for these right. things. And it's this assumption, but our families like 
critically reversed based on personality types. Like I'm very much a mediator from the aspect as far as like, I don't want to make people upset to the point of where like, I'll put myself so far out that I'm miserable in hiding. Right. So like yes. everyone else in the world, but inside the house, ooh, it's bad. And then like, that's me. But then you're the advocate still, right? Yeah. You're in your job and your profession and everything else. That do. So mediating did not work well in school. Like for me, like I had no authoritarian yeah, yeah. like characteristic when I was teaching. But you have the advocate. So really what it comes down to is like, look at the, you look at the problem. You're like, that's something you can move on for. This is how you do it. Like, it's not like you're solving the problem. You're like, I'm going to fight for you. Yeah. And like, this is how you like stand up for yourself. Dude. Like, that's your, that's your thing. And instead, like, they come to you with that and you're like, Oh. This is so dumb. Yeah. Well, it's funny because when she up came on the couch, in, right? Yeah. <laughs> when she came in and said it, when you said, "What's wrong, dear?" You know, and she was like, "I need to talk to mom." And I'm like, "Oh, bad choice." <laughs> in my brain, I was like, "Oh, flip the coin on that one wrong." <laughs> right, <laughs> right. You're like, I don't think that's who you want to talk to. Right. So yeah, I'm definitely not in the drama. You're you're very good at li- at listening though, because me, I, I'm I am that. Oh, screw those people. <laughs> what? That's ridiculous. This isn't even going to matter in tomorrow. It's not going to matter tomorrow. But then that's all that they just perseverate on it because to them, it's a huge deal. Right. And so sometimes I have to think back to my, you know, early, early brain where I'm like, yeah, I remember this being a big deal. It's just right. It just sucks. It's, it's like it's like the whole thing as far as like the problems right now is a secret being told on the bus. Right. Or whatever. Right. And it being like like all these different problems you're like. Yeah, that's minuscule. Like that's the that's the like it's not even a molehill. You know what I mean? It's like a it's like right. a grain of sand. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like that's what it is, and then it adds up, and it's not. You know, so it's a perspective thing. Like as you pull out, as you grow up, and all that. It's like that's real irrelevant. That's irrelevant. And then after a while, you get like heavy is the head that wears the crown. You're like, yeah, none of this matters. Well, I can guarantee like that when they're <laughs> in their forties or right, and I'm I'm in my sixties, seventies, I'll be like. Do you remember that one time you came home on the bus and you thought this was a big deal? I'm not going to say that. Yeah. That's how not a big deal it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to bring it up again. Right. But but the other thing with like um the the kids processing the um things that they that they come in with and just kind of like rolling our eyes at the stage. Like I always call myself out when I'm talking to my parents too. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is a big problem. And then my parents are talking about like, well, Nicholas, you know, when my friends and I get together, instead of complaining about, you know, how hard it is to be able to get the kids back in the car, right, from the playground, right. my friends are talking about, like, who's sick and on their deathbed now. Like, that's, like, they're on the different, they're on another end of the spectrum. Right. And it's a struggle, right? I mean, they start burying friends. And it's like, that's just the the gradient that we actually see. And my sister said a long time ago, like, you have to have friends that are around your, and I was kind of critical of that. Like, you have to have friends around their same age because they identify. Because our brains are really, really good Absolutely. at editing out stuff. And if it's really bad, we're like, that's gone. Like, I'm going to get rid of that because I'm traumatized by it. And I'm going to shove it down or, or scrap but it. But I think at the same time, or on the opposite, the opposite of that, I think there are some things that you do hold on to because that kind of helps you be more empathetic to when people are struggling. Right. When people that are young, that do have younger kids that are coming up after you, you're like, I completely understand. So instead of going, no, this too shall pass, you go, how can I help you? Right. Right. So trying to get them past, past their emotional hurdles and whatever, any other hurdles or problems that they they do have, you yeah. know what I mean? There's so. some stuff that just kind of rests there. And sometimes like talking to other people 
like you're like, oh yeah, like I do have my own of that. Like, oh, I forgot about that. So it's like, yeah, it's like the backpack thing, right? So it's like at the very end, there's stuff shoved at the bottom. Well, hold like, on, can I up? go ahead? Can I lead ahead. you into this? So, uh, la- <laughs> a couple nights ago, we were sitting here, and I don't. I was just sitting on the couch, kind of right. doing my own thing because I was ta- taking a little time out for myself. And I self care is important. Continue. It is important. <laughs> PSA. I don't know if all the kids were sitting in here, but I think like Anna was on top of me and right. yeah, the other two were sitting here, but all of a sudden, cause I was, n- I was in my own world and I, I look up and you're s- carrying Anna's backpack. First, you got to go find some stuff for that. You have some very good explanations of things. And sometimes when you use the kids stuff, it's mm-hmm. very helpful. Yeah. And so I've got a lot of Facebook memories that, that, <laughs> talk about how you use certain things metaphor type things yeah like when you took their candy and yeah anyway yeah yeah. anyway i digress i want you to explain your backpack story and how you explained their unpacking right literal unpacking whatever of stuff Mm -hmm. and how that affects the house the family all that so (laughs) yeah so so the thing is is that like a lot of the problems in the external world right that are these little kid problems Right. That they're dealing with secrets or being tired or whatever it is. And they come in and drop it off. Like they come in and they're dealing with it. And it walks in my door. Like that's the storm that comes in off the bus. I'm like looking down, like they're coming up the yard. Like, where are the tears? Who's angry? Like who's (laughs) dragging their backpack? You know, who, where's it at? So you're just kind of like, and we got a one in three chance. Yeah. Like, well, well, yep. A one in three chance, a two and three, a three and three. There's like three and three. There's chances. pretty yeah, good yeah. chance that we're going to have at least one kid every day upset. Yeah. Yes. So the point is, is that like all of that out external world that kids bring into my house, I'm ready for it. But the other thing is like all of those are sometimes adult effects too. Yeah. Right. Like, like there's adults also helping parent my children inside of the school system. Some of that I'm perfectly fine with. Some of I, some of it I misinterpret some of it that like when I see the other, the teacher's side of it, I'm like, oh yeah, like completely. Cause the kid mischaracterizes it because their perception is off. So like, there's all these different things, like all these political and personal stories and all that kind of stuff, like flood into the house. And that's the issue that I'm always looking like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to address all of this. So I was like, okay, how do I deal with this? And I was thinking back to this um, podcast that I was listening to with Core Jefferson. Like he was on this um, is uh, how to be a better human, right? Because I'm like, oh, this sounds. Who is Core Jefferson? He the one of the writers of the Good Place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. um, For Master of None and what was what was the other ones that were done? I cannot remember. Uh, yeah. Anyway, the Good Place. That's all you had. You had right, right, right. So very, very much a watchman. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Like there's there's a wide variety of of television shows. And in this interview discussion was talking about mental health. And it was really like interesting to me because I was thinking about like just curiosity. And there was recommendations in the middle of it. And one of them was about how to kind of like deal with in public inner areas with how you process things. So that was kind of like what I was going like, okay. Hmm. I'm like, okay. Like the examples were very much there. I'm like, how do I, how do I reframe this for kids? So actually I got my own backpack. It was my own backpack. Oh, was it? And I, I got it, it and I took out all of my own stuff. The sunflowers threw me. I thought those were yours. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got, and like I got electronics in there and I was just going to do it. Like it right. needed to be timely, but I'm looking like, I have a computer and I've in here and there's a lot 
all the expensive stuff. And I don't even know what's in here anymore, right? So, because yes. I got stuff shoved in the bottom of mine. <laughs> <laughs> so I went over and then I got the, I went over to the counter because we have a system built into our day, which is very, very um, difficult to enforce and very, very improbable to actually accomplish is that they're supposed to come in, set their backpack Who down. enforces this? You do. Okay. Zero, zero percent of my uh, attention. <laughs> when I come details. home late, usually backpacks oh, are yes, still sitting there. It's exactly what we're, what we're talking about. So, <laughs> So they come in and it just dumped off and there's tears and all that kind of stuff. So I went and got my stuff and, and sometimes they do it, but it's still wads, right? I think there was like a, a, a like rainbow Your teacher colored... literally gives you folders. Why is it just thrown yeah, in your not... backpack? If there's all no the permission slips. What I find extremely, incredibly frustrating, permission slips, right? Mm-hmm. Wadded up in like a ball and I don't mm-hmm. even find... Well, did you find my permission slip? No. Yeah. But check out this beautiful, pristine piece of art that I took very good care of. Here, don't, don't. This is trash. This is garbage. I'm going to recycle this. You do know how much, like, I think there might be glitter inside of the paper. It's immediately going out of my house. Absolutely. <laughs> but no, I found this stuff on the counter and it was like this crumpled up paper airplane. Never going to fly again. That thing's done. Of course done. not. No. And there's like another piece of paper that was kind of like a writing story artwork. So I just took all that stuff and threw it into my empty backpack. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I went over and got got like some rags that I found right <laughs> like I'm like just threw them in there and I think I grabbed like a ball of something like a like a full-blown um like kickball type of thing like a small I threw <laughs> yeah. that in there and I threw uh, some books right that I still have to return to the library myself <laughs> um so I threw all that in there and zipped it all up and I said listen guys when you guys come in the house, you're supposed to unpack your backpack, right? And how you're supposed to unpack your backpack is not how it's dumped on the counter. What you're supposed to do is you're supposed to come in and we have our like little like um kind of coffee table type thing, like a little like footrest thing. But like you I started setting it out. I'm like, oh mom, here's the permission forms. You unflat you flatten it all out and you say that and you're like, here's this and here's this and here's this. Yeah. And this is the way you're kind of like the intention of us. And this is how you might process your day. Because when you have kids, you're supposed to kind of like one of the recommendations I hear about this, not telling anybody, but like one of the recommendations to get them to talk about their day is honestly like ask them specific questions. So it's like, how right. was your day? Be like what was the best thing that you learned after lunch today? You know, what was, what was the best part of, you know, and then very, very drilled down to what that kid might've seen or done. Right, but like, right. I kind of try to take notes from like what they've done, kind of read them out because I might push them in a direction. They're like, oh, I'll just still answer that question. That was fine. And then like, it's a dead end. That's always Bryson. Right. I always enjoy when he actually speaks about his day. Right. I mean, most of the time it's like, yeah, I was upset like five days ago. Yeah. Well, why didn't you tell me this five days ago? <laughs> yeah, because because like yeah, I'm I'm just now so, processing. Thanks for unpacking it enough, that. Yeah. yeah, but like, and that's kind of the point is that they laid all this stuff. I laid all this stuff out and kind of discuss discuss it with them. Like, okay, and they're kind of understanding that kind of concept, yeah, yeah. right? And then I take it all and I shove it all back in there, like very, like just sweep <laughs> it back in, shoving it, pushing it down, zip it back up, and I'm wearing the thing. Like I'm like the little schoolboy. Like I walk in the I'm walking so in the so like I'm selling this because i know that it's going to be like that oh well i got it when they think that yes because when they think that you're going to be ridiculous which happens often they are all in and they're like oh now we gotta pay attention yeah it's like like, here it goes here's the dad show he's going to do something (laughs) crazy This is just a reminder that the Delta is a member of the Heartland Pod family of podcasts. Join us every other Wednesday as we grow this show into a reflection of our lives where family, school, life, 
science, and politics all converge. Check out some of our other shows, including The Heartland Pod, The Flyover View, High Country, and Let's Have a Chat. Also, you can check out some of our collection of family projects on GlassroomHive.com, like our family YouTube channel called Stink Finks, Nicholas's two-minute lectures on his Hourglass Science channel, and our published books, whether it be our children's book, Dharma and Eldon and the Sandwich, or our new adult fiction like the Nure series. Another way to be transparent about progressive lives in the Midwest, GlassroomHive.com. Now back to our show. So yeah, I, 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 slant, I like take the same table and I put the backpack down heavily on it, but not like forcefully, like set, like boom. It's like just thrown down, like off my shoulder. And I kind of <laughs> got that limp arm, like boneless thing going on. You look right? like you're getting ready to throw a fit. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, Oh, and then, and then, then I was like, and then mom tells you to unpack your backpack and you unzip it like forcefully. You know what I mean? Like, and I know that zipper's going to break soon. It's going to be missing teeth and I'm going to have to replace it. Yep. The backpack's gone. Janice board can only take so much. Like she can all like it's all it's all over. Anyway, so he's unzipped it and I just take it and I go, Oh, my day was so tough and I just literally dump Start shading shaking it. Dumping all of it all over the floor. The book hits harder than I want it to. Sorry, library. And then like the towels are <laughs> it's everything's so spread out. And then my wife is sitting there because she kinda knew where this was going at some point. <laughs> and what were you doing at that point in time? I have no idea. You were playing on your phone because oh, you play- couldn't deal with the mess. No, I was going to say, I just, I cringed when you dumped that all out. Cause I'm like, who's going to have to pick that up? <laughs> and I did. You I did. did. I was I very did. proud Thank of you. Thank you very much. But like, as I'm like, kind of like moving it around and pushing it on a, <laughs> they're both sitting there and they're like, Hey, that's my airplane. <laughs> Because before I like put it out very gently. Like, like if you oh. don't know how that came out of your backpack in the first place, so, like you ruined that. I'm like, no, I did not. That was gone before you know <laughs> lunch and recess. Like that thing was done. But my whole point is, is like that unpacking. I was trying to relate it back to that's exactly how we want you to unpack things, and that was kind of that. Core Jefferson, like like that whole interview was like how people throw things on social media, right? And they like just take a video and pop it out there, like you know this like emergency off the hip type of you know um, off the cuff posting, right? It's like this is what yeah. I'm dealing with. There's no processing. There's no like really kind of like trying to deal and sort through it to really present it in certain things. And as we become adults, it's a lot more of that and it's a lot harder because the problems are much more complicated and i think what it comes down to is that some of those things are so big some of those are so complicated that as adults we can't really take our own advice or that advice that i was giving them because like somebody telling a secret or me being tired or having a skinned knee or something that happened during recess since it's a big deal for them when you grow up and you get bigger like the problems are super complicated and they're overwhelming like all the time like what i carry on my shoulders right like just to extend the metaphor till it breaks like what i'm Mm -hmm. carrying on my shoulders all the time and what i'm bringing into my household is not just like oh well my day was rough because you know traffic sucked or you know like i got of the I had my review and it wasn't as best as I want it to be. Or, you know, like the lunch, like it's not these little things. Like when you're there, like sometimes that's the the part of your day. But most of the time it's like the pile, like the, just the, the endless, like, how am I going to pay this bill? You know what I mean? Like, is this, and you're like, you're stacking them all up and you're trying to see it all. You're trying to see the connections and how do I deal with it? How do I sort it? And there's a million different ways to do that. And it's super hard. And then you, like, you add that political level and like, I don't know what to do 
do with this. Right. And I think the biggest thing that like really, really drives you crazy in our household is that you're narrowing I, it down to just one thing. Cool. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Great. I would love to I hear was the trying one to unpack thing. And sort it. <laughs> and you're like, it's a mess. You're a mess. Anyway, that's the folks. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I, my point is, is that like I do, I like pack and then unpack. Like I like to organize everything and pack my backpack as yes, if I'm going to leave. And then I unpack everything and lay it all out. Right. I mean, like you got to look it at all. it. I gotta, yeah. I, I, but I structure it and that gives me comfort. Right. And in, in a stupid way. But um, there's probably something to that. But my point is, is that like, <laughs> in a way, that repacking and unpacking, right? You kind of like unpack it all, spread it all out, organize it, and then put it back into piles so you can sort it for people and communicate it. But like, I never stop unpacking. Like, I pack nope. and then I put it back together <laughs> and then I unpack it. Like, and I never, like, I talk about it with you and I'm talking about it here, but like. In the larger scheme of things, like, I didn't do that for a very long time. Like, I just unpacked in private, and I wrote, wrote, and wrote. And that's, like, we were talking yesterday, like, you're, like, writing doesn't help you. Like, you you writing all the time does not help you deal with this. And right. I think that it helps me unpack it and try to make sense of it. But at the end, it's not shared. I'm not well, pushing and, it out there. But you've never come like, to a different conclusion is what yeah. my, what... My comment was for. Right. That's what I was saying. You unpack often. Mm-hmm. You type. You work on the computer often, getting mm-hmm. all those thoughts out there. But who else are you sharing it with? It's. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of just, it sits there. Right. Uh, and even when it, I feel like you do come to me with it. Mm-hmm. It's not always conveyed, I guess, the way that. You mean it to, or all I'm saying is sometimes the unpacking is not what the deeper meaning actually is. You will get upset about something and I will think, okay, it's probably because of this Mm -hmm. and you'll just be upset Mm -hmm. for a while and then I will mention it or whatever. And then later you're like, okay, you're right. I was upset about this. Right. Well, it's it's so, honestly, I think what you're talking about is the, the spiral effect. Yes. Right? Like, I pull out the notebook, and I say, look at how neat and tidy this is. Here's my idea. And then I'll notice something else, and then the flood of, like, just the trash and the, the entire, <laughs> like, bathroom and kitchen floor and living room are covered, right, in, like, you know, the, the the massive amount of calculations and lines and draws like it's like Charlie right like that, that picture yes, like in yes. Sun, always sunny in right always sunny, from the beautiful yes. mind kind of reference like that's really what it is and I'm not saying that that that's a parallel I'm just saying like that's the level to which I look at it and go like oh my god I got it you know what I mean and you're looking at it from like oh yeah none of this actually is what it's about like <laughs> well, you're literally upset about this one peg here yes and that did not fit into this map like you don't have to do this right now i wonder what the correlation between unpacking and then also cleaning and repacking goes because my way of cleaning is completely different than yours yeah mine is very much a okay i'm gonna go room to room so like we're right now we're doing a lot of stuff in our house right so recently i've been focusing on one room at a time there's literally only i think maybe one room that's completely done right now. Right. But I stood in there and I cleaned the entire room kind of mm-hmm. top to bottom 
and and because we literally can't go anywhere else with the rest of it. But when you clean, it's, oh my gosh, I had this great idea. Right. Like I'm still frustrated that my kitchen is now completely different from when you arranged and rearranged everything. Well, no, it makes more sense that all this goes here. But if I'm the one pulling it out. Your habits are off now. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Right. Right. I still can't hang up my keys in the living room because you moved the thing that was in the kitchen, you know, and I always go around the corner and go to hang up my keys. I did it it yesterday too. (laughs) I did it. I was like, I looked at you and I was like putting it. I'm like, the carabiner doesn't have anything to hold on to now. But but you take apart the entire world Mm -hmm. and make much larger messes where I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to clean up the one mess. Right. Like, no, 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 but I can make it better. <laughs> right. And, and the thing is, I guess, I guess Before my push, repacking it. I guess my pushback, and this will be the last thing that I say, right? Okay. I'll, I'll let you finish on a high note because forever. Like, no, forever. no, two weeks. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I think what it is, is that I'm very, very worried of that little glass bowl. That's going to end up in the garage and only be in the garage for the next year. You know what you could do? Clean it out. Unpack that. But the way you just taught our kids to lay it all out, unpack it. I'll do it the second way. The second way away. is how I work, right? And then I get it done. <laughs> but the reason why it ends up in the garage is like how you said, like people come over and you're like, oh gosh. Yes. Like uh, the, the, for the first impression, it's got to be neat and tidy. So you like hide all the stuff. It's There's like that cartoon room. image like, of like. Push it into this empty drawer that you were trying to clean out. Right, like, right. This is worse now. It's worse now. <laughs> like, Was Bugs Bunny or whatever opening the door? chucking it outside and slamming the door. Right. You know what I mean? It's, it's like hiding that. So I guess my thing is with like a political type of tilt on that is like, we do that all the time in our society, like yes. location, 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 as long as the good location is right next to me. And the problem is far, far away from me. I don't deal with that. Like as long as it's in somebody else's backyard, the KFO isn't next to me. Right. Like, I'm I don't fine. care. Right. <laughs> I, this doesn't bother me. The water that I'm, I'm upstream doesn't matter. You know what I mean? So I think that that's kind of the thing is that like my approach to it is oftentimes like so big, like a grandiose kind of thing. Like, oh, we do it all. And we, and, and, but that's not the way it works. Right. It's small little incremental steps. The problem is, is like when these grassroots types of things happen, it's not like we look across and be like, okay, you're dealing with the exact same problem. And if yeah. I clean up my room, that's going to make your room worse. So it's not like, like how do we actually fix the, like then make sure this, I know it's a problem, a problem for you, but it could work for us. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I think that that's what it is, is that I don't want to treat anybody like my garage. I don't want to treat anybody like bugs, bunny in the outside of the world. I don't want to treat right. anything like, Oh, I'm sorry that I put this on. I'm going to shove all of the rest of this paperwork from my backpack somewhere else because literally I can't deal with it. Yes. And in a lot of respects, like that's very, very, very hard because like you can also get caught in my trap to where it's like, all you do is figure out ways to do it because after a while you're like, Oh, if I move this chess piece, over here, it's going to be a worse problem. And they call that, they call them wicked problems. Like that's the technical, like, like academic version of that is like every single time that you move something, something else moves. And I think that's what I'm worried about with my children is that they're going to inherit nothing but wicked problems. Like we're very aware of it now. It's like, Oh, the convenience of having a plastic straw is not good as we become a global community. And then we start seeing things like doing that, but like even nationwide, it's like, Oh shoot. You know, like I'm pushing that out. So I think that that's where it's at. And I guess like, as far as a heartland perspective, it's like, and it's not a blameworthy thing, but it's like, 
where does the coast get its food? Yeah. Like, like they can only fish so long. Like, the the cows are coming from, like, here. The corn and soybeans and, like, wheat are coming from here. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. And going out. So, like, if we don't, like, fix that, you know what I mean? And the trash, whether it be politically, like, not not having the funding to do things or ignored or just not anything, like, eventually it's going to all accumulate here and there's not going to be anything left. All the resources are going to be gone and all the trash is going to sit because that's what happens. We don't get the recycling programs here, but they get them in the cities. Great. Where are you shipping that dirt? Because right. our dirt's done. Like, our dirt's, like has nothing on it anymore. Yep. The soil's eroded and it's down in the Gulf and we're still pumping chemicals and it's going to be like nothing to grow. So I think that, like that to me is like, yeah, it goes from like, oh my kids, here's a backpack reference and a, and a garage reference and all this kind of yeah. funny stuff. And then this is me taking the metaphor and drawing out the lines and being like, it's so big. Even though it fixes their area, it complicates somebody else's life and we don't see it like that. So it's hard. It's hard. Anyway, Funny jokes as far as the area is. Here's you go, Tina's. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, tell us this one thing. Yes. That's two of our children. How else give us another one of those uh, examples of children coming off the bus? Yeah. The last child says, same day. This is all, oh, all in yeah, the same is, day. No, she said two examples, same day. Those were the same day. Yeah. Last one. Was the first one in the house, and I could tell by the mopey attitude, walking through the grass, dragging the backpack. Right, this is the one, yeah. Through the ditch. <sighs> I almost got a bus ticket, <laughs> but I didn't. Again, I don't see the problem. <laughs> what? What? It's a I'm sorry, explain for, this? Yeah, for adults, I got pulled over, and I didn't get a ticket. Right. Ding! Our one right. is you like... You should be kind of happy. <laughs> well, they, the bus driver thought it was me that was being loud. But it wasn't. Okay, then what's your problem? I don't under- I don't understand. I can't fix a problem that's not really there. You're the lucky one of the three kids. Right, right. Sorry. Ding, but, ding, ding. Yeah, you're yeah, the winner. Yeah. Go no. get yourself the snack already. Like, right. like you're not. The, yeah. But I'm wait, doing- can you undo it? Undo the backpack no, first. Oh, I'm so hungry. <laughs> you can undo the backpack. You do that. You do your daily. You can't tell me that you're so starving after just having snack not that long right, ago right. that you can't. Put your stuff away and wash your hands. I know it's a lot to ask, but if you don't, I'm going to have to do it. So I'm going to make you, I guess, quote unquote, starve for the next 20 seconds. Right. Yeah. And you're getting their backpacks unloaded and I'm still over here typing. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Sounds about uh, how this breakdown, this breaks down in our house. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. The Delta is a Midmap Media production Produced by Nicholas and Christina Linke You can check out some of our family projects At glassroomhive.com Including Stinkfinks, our family videos Darm and Eldon, our children's book And our adult fiction, The Miore About the Greek fates and philosophy And the Hollow Heartland series To be completed by the end of the month And we'll talk again another time